Hi guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Today on Habits and Hustle, we have the one and only Bobby Brown. Bobby is a beauty industry titan and probably one of the most well-known makeup artists of our time. She has written also nine books about beauty and wellness and is a New York Times best-selling author. She is a public speaker, an entrepreneur, and now even a podcaster. Since leaving her billion-dollar company, Bobby Brown Cosmetics, in 2016, she launched a new company called Beauty Evolution and has now three new brands. Her newest endeavor is called Evolution 18, which is a line of beauty-inspired wellness products. Bobby is uh, just a great character. I love talking to her. She's so inspiring, so down-to-earth, so authentic and real. I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, So without further ado, here she is, Bobby Brown. You know what I love about your, like, you're so like natural and down to earth. Like this is not very usual for a lot of people in your space. I find why, well, because like, look at you, like, you're just like, you remind, I guess you remind me a lot of like people like who I grew up around, I guess. And I don't know, like you just seem so like normal, normal. Right. Yeah. I've been, people have been saying that to me for about 30 years. You're so normal. I'm like, what does that mean? I know, you know, it's really a bizarre thing. And I think that like, it's it, it just because the ideology of like a, a beauty expert, someone who's been in the beauty industry for so many years, you have should look this, better. <laughs> no, no, no. You have an idea that they would be very yeah. glammed up and you're yeah. just like, you're just like the girl next door. I got a blowout yesterday. You okay. Know? Well, it's working. Right. Listen, I like it though. Okay. You know, I think yeah. the natural look is amazing and you kind of yeah. created this whole natural, this whole natural vibe. Yeah. Right. So, well, you know, I just, I've always believed that you should just be, feel good, be comfortable and, you know, be, be able to, you know, to do anything you want with your looks and your style. And I'm pretty good with like, if I had to go out to a black tie, I could literally be out the door in 15 minutes, not even knowing what I have in the house. You know, I just throw earrings on, you put, you know, something with sparkle on and you're dressed up. And you're good to go. Well, I know yeah. I, I have the same kind of methodology because like I was saying, I don't even know how to put on makeup, no matter, like, no matter how many times people tell me, but I will say you're very good at like giving, giving like easy tips for yeah. people like in my world, right? Like right. who like are not, who are not, like, who, who don't necessarily like gravitate to that space, but need to know how to like do the basics. Right. Well, I think I, when I started in, in the, my career as a makeup artist, it was made such sense to me. Yes, this is how you do it. If you want to get a blush, have it the color of your cheeks and then make sure you blow on it so it doesn't fall all over you know, the floor, yeah. so it doesn't streak on your face. Smile, blend it up, blend it down, use your hands, and then you're done. Like That's how I taught people to put makeup on was the way I put it on myself. Right. But it's like common sense isn't so common sometimes, right? Yeah. I, that's, I have common sense way more than I have book smarts. Well, it's worked for you. So I, <laughs> I, I'm curious. So I, I, I love the story. I read. When I was doing a lot of research on you before, by the way, I find the irony is that you have three boys. I find mm-hmm. that to be hilarious. It's a, it's a blessing, but I've got two future daughter-in-laws. So I'm, I'm, I'm equally blessed. Oh, okay. Well, uh, okay. Uh, that you kind of, your whole thing was you never really loved school, right? And so your mom said to you one day, why don't you go into the, the, the you know, the beauty world or the makeup space? And can you kind of talk about like how that kind of happened and 
how sure. that I'm curious how like the, the, the evolution of what was Bobby Brown. Right. Well, she didn't say go into the beauty world, but she did say if it was your birthday, you could do anything you want. And I never, ever thought for a second that I was wanted to go into beauty or makeup. But I said, I want to go to the department store and just look at play with makeup at Marshall Fields, the department store where I grew up in Chicago. And she said, well, why don't you be a makeup artist? And I said, mom, I don't want to go to beauty school. I had this vision of me like, you know, sitting, you know, behind a chair and I'm like, I, I'm not that person. And she goes, no, I'm sure there's a college somewhere. And, you know, there was no internet. I couldn't Google. So I went to the library, couldn't find anything. And a friend of my dad's told me about Emerson College in Boston. And I flew up and I got in, like literally I handed them the paperwork and I got in, I went there and they didn't have a program that allowed you to study makeup, but they let you design your own major. And by doing that, that was the beginning of my entrepreneurial brain. And actually someone giving me permission to be myself and like use my brain the way it was comfortable, not the way teachers were trying to make my brain work. Right. That makes sense. So then you kind of, but then were you always, did you always love makeup as a little girl? Did you look through magazines all the time? Like what kind of did you practice on dolls? Like what was your, I mean, all, all of the above, all of the above. I, you know, my mom was 20 is my mom is 20 years older than me. So she was a young mom and so glamorous and gorgeous. Nice to watch her do all this makeup in awe. And I would not, I could never look like her. I just, I didn't have what she had, but I would put it all on me and, you know, rub it in and it made me feel better. And so I loved it. And yes, I played with my dolls with makeup. I made up my dog. And then I just started wearing it in high school because I wanted people to see how tan I was. Like it was a big, you know, everyone goes to Florida on spring break and I figured out how to do it with makeup, you know, hence, you know, I'm, I am the queen of teaching people how to look bronze. So I I know that I fell in love. That's what I love about you because that is a hundred percent true. That is because we look better. We look better. I look so much better. I wear sunscreen. I look so much better when I have a little color and I, so and I true. feel better. So, you know, I know skin cancer is really on the rise and, you know, people have to be really careful, but a little bit, I think is good for you. Right. Well, also they do say like having about 15 minutes of vitamin D like out, outdoors is actually right. very, very good for your hormone balance and, and yes. all these other things. But, um, but also, you know, you can use uh, your makeup lines, you know, right. the new one, the new one, the old one, whatever. To the old get one, that who cares? Look. But the yeah, new exactly. one. I was yes. going to say, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, whatever. Yeah. You haven't been, you yeah. haven't been involved since 2016. You've right. you And I, what I find so interesting is that through your path, you actually sold Bobby Brown to Estee Lauder like only four years or so into, yeah, the, you know, the I guess making, uh, creating it. Right. And, you know, back then there wasn't a lot of brands. There were not, you know, I didn't know what a brand was. We never used that word. I remember when they brought in a branding company and I was like, what is a branding company? And finally, after listening to them for, you know, six weeks, I'm like, I don't need to listen to you. We already are who we are. Like we don't need to change into what you think we should be. So, you know, back then I was just doing my job. I was still a makeup artist. I was creating products. I was telling people about the products. You know, now I know that's PR and marketing. And, you know, I would give them to my friends and my friends would love them. And they, you know, they happen to be models or editors. Now they're called influencers. 
right. those were just my friends. <laughs> and, um, you know, I kind of did exactly what you have to do now, but I just did it in a very simple common sense way. Would you say it's that, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get into that part after actually. So I'm going to try to stay kind of chronological, but what would you say was your big break? Was it when you met the person to let you into Bergdorf or was it when you got that big spread in, in a magazine with the models? Like what was that big moment? Because at the time, you know, blue eyeshadow was huge and like pink, you know, rouge was big and you kind of changed that look into something much more natural. How did well, you got, kind of... Yeah, there was so many big moments, you know, as as a young makeup artist, my f getting hired to at Glamour magazine for my first makeup job was a big deal. Certainly when I got hired from Vogue to do a six page spread of close up beauty, like in those days, it was six yeah. pages, one model, six different makeup looks. I mean, honestly, like it was the model was Tatiana. It was the most beautiful images. They're still my favorite. That was a big break when I, you know, started working with Bruce Weber. That was a big break. That's, when he did a film you about, those? you know, a combination of I always worked hard to meet people. Now it's called networking. Right. I always, um, I think I worked with people and I was nice and normal, and people would recommend me to other people. Was I was I the most talented makeup artist? Absolutely not. Did I have my own thing in style? Yes. And I think people started liking that new thing. It wasn't, you know, I didn't come in with, you know, rooms full of assistants and, 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 and ponder and, you know, become this like big diva. Yeah. I kind of said, okay, what are we looking for today? What do you, what do you think? What's the lighting? And I sat down and I, you know, put a few things on the face and what do you think of it? Do you like it? And I started having a career. Well, there's a couple of things that you said I think are interesting. I think the first thing is that you were kind of like a normal person, kind of what I said to you when we started, right? Like you, you come, you come across very like normal, down to earth, like someone that you and I, we could be friends. Like you don't have this diva-like attitude. And I think that kind of, you know, played to your favor, it sounds like. How, how much do you think about all of this is um, intelligence and talent versus networking and being kind of like, very good at, at, at navigating those social relationships? Well, I, I don't think one is more important than the other. I mean, my talent definitely came later. When I first started, I had no clue what I was doing. And I remember trying to do makeup the way other makeup artists were doing it at the time. And I was terrible at it. I couldn't make them look good. It didn't work. Only when I finally washed someone's face and started over and just looked at this natural, beautiful face and just kind of throwing some things on. So they looked like they could, you know, go to a party next door or something. That's when I started realizing, oh my God, they look so much better. And other people started agreeing with me. And, you know, during those days, it wasn't that easy because there'd be people that would say to me, you're never going to work if you don't learn how to contour. And if you don't learn how to paint and you don't learn and I even had people that say to me, if you don't do something with your hair, you're, you just don't have a style. And if you don't you know, have the right clothes, you don't have a style. Finally, after all these years, my style <laughs> is in messy hair, you know, jeans and a t-shirt and sneakers. I'm like, yay, I'm, I'm in style. <laughs> you are actually. I mean, so, so then, I mean, also I think the story, will you tell the story? Cause I thought this was very cute. 
um, about the about NBC and who you met, the Jeff Zucker story. Yeah. I thought that was very cute. Yeah, I've had all these really, you know, bizarre, interesting encounters. I don't look for them, but I'm smart enough to kind of understand what's happening. I'm very, you know, I don't know if the word is emotionally intelligent. Like I know what's happening. I'm like, okay, this is really cool and interesting. So I was on a, a book tour for my very first beauty book. And I remember I was at Neiman Marcus in circle and no one was paying attention to me. Like they're eating and the forks are going, you know, I felt like one of those comedians and, you know, they were going to start throwing <laughs> bread at me, but you know, maybe they were listening to me. And at the end I said, are there any questions? And this very teeny redheaded grandmother raised her hand and I walked all the way to the back of the room and I mean, she was, I'm five foot tall. She was littler than I am. And I, and You're I'm five just, feet. I, I am, I'm five feet. And I love old people. I always have. And I just, I don't know if I held her hand, but she asked me a question, how to keep her lipstick on. And I, I answered it. And then she whispered to me, are you Jewish? And I said, I am. And she says, oh, I mean, look, I'm in Neiman Marcus in, in, in Miami. Everyone probably was Jewish there, but she yeah. says, she said to me, she goes, oh my God, for a Jewish girl, you've done so well. She said, I've seen you on the Today Show. I had been on once and you've done so well. What else do you want to do? And I said, hmm, I'd love to be a regular on the Today Show. How that popped up into my head. She grabbed my hand back and she said, honey, Jeff Zucker, the executive producer, is my grandson. I will call him and you'll be on the show on Monday. And I was. I love that. And you were on like, over and over and over again for how many years were you like the beauty? I, I was actually 14 years. So Jeff came down. We're, we're friends and we've been, been friends ever since. But he came down and he said to me, he used to call me Barbara. And he'd say, Barbara, <laughs> um, you know, my, my grandma, I, I, I forgot her name right now, but grandma wanted you on the show. And I said, great. And he says, what do you want? I said, can I be a, can I, can I be a regular? He said, yeah, like how regular? I said, once a month. He said, great. And he said, I'll see you next month. So he comes down a month later when I'm there. He says, Bar and Jeff never came down for anyone, but you know, it was his grandma. Yeah. So he came down and he said, Barbara, you're, you know, you're here again. Now, what do you want? I said, can I, can I be the beauty editor? You know, cause they, they had, you know, the fitness yeah. editor, they had all these different things because we've never had a beauty editor. He said, okay, why not? You're the beauty editor. He never came down the third time. So I never got a salary. I never asked him for money, but I was on for 14 years, once a month as a beauty editor. And I got to get on, get up there and have five minutes of national exposure. Yeah. I did not push my products. I taught people how to line their eyes, how to pick the right foundation. You know, I brought teachers in to make over. So, you know, giving back and all those things. And you know what? It really, I believe, put Bobby Brown Cosmetics on the map. Oh, absolutely. That's why it, it, those types of things you don't get paid for. That's no. just simply like, that's a, a made, that's amazing PR, right? right. Like, I mean, anytime I've been on the Today Show many, a lot what, years ago, and it was like a huge honor. Like I would never think I would, I would pay them if I can yeah. go on there. Right. Like, yes. I so, think, I think now you do pay them. <laughs> I think I was going to say now there's so many different, I mean, yeah. you're, it's all pay to play and right. there's a lot of like integrational costs and right. you, you can't even, I mean, at the time, 
were you even allowed to plug your own product? Like now you're not allowed to do those things unless you're paying for it, right? You know, no one ever said to me, don't do it, but I didn't because number one, I also was sensitive to the fact that my products were expensive. Yeah. And and people watching the Today Show don't all have that kind of budget. Right. And I was also very lucky. This was not a brilliant idea, but it worked out really well that my products were named what the colors were. So when I'd say you need a taupe eyeshadow to, you know, uh, yeah. Guess what? We would sell a zillion topes. Uh, oh my! That's like that. You can't. You can't even buy that kind of exposure. No, I and mean, it was just I. You know, I lucked into it. That's all. It's amazing, but it's also like because you're, you're the emotional intelligence piece. Like I'm a big believer that that's way more important than yeah. having academics. Like that's yes. so. I feel like that does make a massive difference because then you know how to like navigate situations. Right. Right. You and know? you know, it's not, and it's certainly it's not about being you know. I don't know what's what's the negative word when people are trying so hard to get ahead. There's calculating like a or aggressive. Aggra it's or, it's none of those things. It's yeah. just honestly, I see opportunity. Opportunistic. People, yeah, but I'm not opportunistic. No, I know. I'm not opportunistic, but I am. I see opportunity, and I'm like, wow, that would be interesting. Why don't yeah. I, you know, see if anyone's interested in that? I mean, I once called up, you know, Elvis Durand, and I said because I'd been on the show a few times, I said, hmm, you know, the Today Show ended. And I was like, all right, I want to do something else. Can I be a regular? And and he gets he has more viewers than the Today Show has, you know, listeners, my my wow. my friend. And he said, sure, you want to be the beauty and lifestyle editor? Sure. I said, excellent. And I go on his show and I give tips and ideas. So I think also it's about asking, right? Nobody yeah. thinks that like they they don't want to ask because they feel they're scared of the rejection. They feel they're being pushy or opportunistic. But right. but the reality is like you don't know unless you ask. Right. And it seems to have worked very well for you in, right. in your career, right? But I also know that I've been really lucky and I've been in, you know, certain situations because of being a makeup artist, being yeah. with the brand. You know, I've met certain people. I've done so many people's makeup and you know i i know it's 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 all part of it is i am in the right place and it's i appreciate it well i mean going back to that time like i don't remember any other name besides you you know because i was very you know very young but i remember like bobby brown bobby brown that's the only name i ever really yeah. heard you know in like, the, as a makeup artist or a brand as a both, like I just remember, like as an artist, as a makeup artist and a brand, like there's, right. you're synonymous with the word makeup or beauty. Right. You know, yeah. now I mean, there's a bazillion different brands and people, and it's like Instagram and social media. The the business is, has changed so right. much, you know. Mm -hmm. But back then, I mean, and then so when when so when Estee Lauder bought your brand. Were you, do you ever regret selling it so soon or did you, were you really happy about it? No, I never regretted it for a minute. First of all, it's when Leonard Lauder was the head of the company and he just, you know, was the most like engaging, empowering partner that you could imagine. And my husband and I started the brand together. We had these business partners who were our friends and we did not have an easy time in business. So it was a pretty intense mm. Um, partnership. We, we have, you know, rekindled with them, you know, sort of. And, but back then it was tough. So when Lauder came in, it was just, I realized, you know what? I want this business to grow. I do not want to give away my life. I had two young kids um, and I have three now, but I had two young kids 
And I knew I didn't want to spend my entire career in a boardroom or an airplane. Right. And I knew that, you know, Lauder would help get, I didn't, I didn't know how big, but I knew they would help the brand get big. And you stayed with them until 2016. That's 22 years. I know. If you could imagine. 22 years. First of all, anyone that works in corporate America for 22 years, you know, knows that it's not the easiest place. Well, it's brutal. I mean, yeah. I, I read that and I saw that and I heard you say that a few times. And I was like, that's amazing. Because normally people last when they usually in this type of yeah. transition a year, two years. Oh, maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw know? people coming and going, you know, and frustrated. And I... You know, I, I think why I stayed is I believed and I did up until the very end that, um, you know, people are true to their word when I said, this is what I want to do. And people said, yes, let's do it. I believed it. I believed them. And there, I did have the right people around me for, for most of the time to get these things. And trust me, everything, things weren't easy. Everything was always, you know, to figure out how you get it done. And you get it done. And towards the end, I couldn't actually get those things done. And I realized I'm never going to. Right. And that's so when you left. I left. Yeah. yeah. So, what was your role while you were there? Were you head of creative? What does that mean? Well, say? my husband used to say, You think you still own that company? And I did. I, I, I actually, you know, did. And they, they, you know, it was allowed because. The brand was doing so well and, you know, they believed in me for most of the yeah. time. And then when things got a little tougher, it was harder. But I was the chief creative officer, which really is, you know, the things that are important to me, you know. I, right. I, but I was involved in, you know, distribution, uh, you know, at least a buy-in. Do you want to do this? Do you not want to do this? What do you think of this? And, and you know, most of the, most of the time it worked Great. And I was able to do what I was really good at, which was all the visuals, all the product development, like the names, everything. Like all the product. Cause I mean, you started with like 10 lipsticks at the beginning. Right. And yeah, I mean, and it's morphed into like a whole thing. Yeah. When I left, it was a billion dollars. It was huge. And honestly, if someone called me tomorrow and said, here, it's yours again, I still would. I, I love what I'm doing. I am. I've yeah. I cannot tell you how lucky I feel and how much I love being back in the beauty industry and health and wellness yeah in the, in a new way it's, yeah. it's it's a completely new world and it's so much lighter and brighter and more fun and what i know from you know the yeah. olden days what i know now you put it together i'm like wow that's cool. So that's that's a good segue because I was going to say like your new your new beauty uh, your makeup brand is called Jones Road. I'm right. wearing the I'm wearing the lip gloss actually right uh, now. Actually, cool. You know gloss. you can put it on your cheek also. No, I if didn't you want know. a little. If you want a little shine, don't put it on your eyes because it's got peppermint oil in it and that oh. would burn. But you could put it on your cheeks. Okay. What all you know? What I also saw that you guys have a face pencil, and I was thinking that could be yeah. like a foundation, but not really, it is. right? It is. It is. It. I don't like foundation. I don't think people look good in foundation. Yeah. Most foundation on the market is just thick and pasty, and it's hard to get looking good. But you know, yes, what? we have spots. We have redness. You know. So yes, I have. As a you know, I have pencils, and I literally. I have four of them. You don't need four. You only really need two. One under the eyes, one around the nose, and then to even out. You know, I, I use two under my eyes and I use two on my face. And, and how do you do a color? This is exactly my problem. Like I don't, I'm always going too dark, too light. How do well, you there's know? only one way to choose a foundation 
or a pencil or whatever you use, you apply it to the side on your, of your face and you gently tap it in. If, it, if you can't see it, if it blends in, it's the right color. That sounds if, simple enough. It's so simple. If, if, you know, if, if you put your foundation on and say, oh my God, it's gray, it's pasty, it's yellow, it's orange, it's the wrong color. Well, yeah, I mean, I want to get a couple of those because that looks like it's like idiot proof, right? It, it, it is. It is. And you know what? If you buy one that you say, oh, it's a little light for my skin, it'll work under your eyes. You can also use it like around your nose. You could use it. You literally could like blot out your lip with it. You could use it on your eyelid. It's a good base. Like all of the products in Jones Road, you could use for different things because that's modern. That's normal. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's like multi-purpose a lot. It is. And so like, is that how you guys are different? Is that how it's different than Bobby Brown? Is, well, is that how no, there's so many ways it's different. It's first of all, it's it's clean. It's a yeah, totally no clean brand. And it's also, you know, really my aesthetic, which is uh no makeup makeup. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, when when at at the brand, it really wasn't no makeup makeup because we were selling right makeup. <laughs> so <laughs> it just, it just, you know, I, things changed. And right. so I could now really, you know, when I, when I left and didn't know what I was going to do and I was, went back in the studio being a makeup artist, I realized number one, how much better I looked without, you know, my artists doing my makeup right. and me just putting the right, I, I looked younger and I looked fresher and I liked it. And then I would do makeup and I would be like, wow, the girls look so amazing. They're not wearing foundation. They're just kind of evening out where they need it. Because how many models need foundation? You don't. Uh, no, I, I agree. And that's exactly the truth. I think that when people like, plow on that foundation, yeah. it makes them look older. It does. It does. It's, it's like less is actually more. Because yeah. even when I try to put this down or I do like whenever I have to wear makeup and people put the foundation on me, it cakes all the time. Yeah. It yeah. does. It like doesn't like it doesn't sit well a lot of times right. on someone's skin. Right. And, it, and you, you have, you know, like a healthy skin and you have a lot of red in your skin. I could even see I it do. from here. So when you put foundation on, you know what happens? It just becomes a mask on you. Yes. So, right. So that's not going to work. You need something that will just even out a bit, but leave the color of the skin. That's the color of your skin. You shouldn't correct it. You should just tone it down a bit. And that's the difference. And I don't think people realize that you put a foundation on and you're like, oh God, hurry up, put blush on, hurry up, put bronzer on. It's now, you should it's look so true. much better when you put the pencils on, or if you're going to wear a tinted moisturizer or whatever you find, yeah. you got to put it on instantly and say, oh my God, my skin looks amazing. I totally agree. Do you guys have a tinted moisturizer? We do not. Um, we have something we're working on for next January um, that has been... I think it's going to be a game changer. I think I want to call it an unfoundation. I don't know if I can get away with that. But the pencils, I mean, the pencils are really all you need. The pencils and the balm. You know, that, the balm. Which balm is that? Hold on. I, well, I, I have know. Tawny here and I, I, I'm like the shoemaker without any shoes, <laughs> honestly. I've got Tawny and I've got Dusty Rose here, the little mini ones. And um, I, use, I use them both. And I also use the one that has no color if I don't have moisturizer, which I don't have moisturizer with me. Oh my so, gosh. Well yeah. then uh, that's, that's actually, what, what are three, cause I have this written down. I might as well just ask yeah. you now, since we're talking about makeup, what do you think are the three must haves in beauty products for people who are not, you know, 
people yeah. who do this all the time. Well, first of all, you know, I don't want to, there's going to be four things. Cause one thing is you need a sunscreen. Like you okay. need, I, I don't make a sunscreen and I, since it's a clean brand, I probably won't. I use a lot of super goop. Um, oh, okay. but, uh, and I'm trying to figure out which super goop texture works best with the balms because that's really important. But I think everyone needs a mascara. You got to have yeah. black mascara be, and no, nothing else. You need, I think, a brown eyeshadow because mm -hmm. with a brown eyeshadow, you can lightly fill in your brows unless you're very, very blonde. You can do a very soft, smoky eye if you want. You could do, you could line your eyes. You can also, which before we started, I put it in my part because I'm between touch ups. So. <sighs> You know, that works really well. And in a pinch, and this That's is a great idea. Yeah. A makeup artist trick, you know, and I also put it around my hairline because I start to look like Mitt Romney. If I'm really, <laughs> you know, I look very like distinguished, not, you know, he looks good, but a woman doesn't look that good. You know, when the white comes around, because my hair is a hundred percent white. No. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. You would never know it. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I, don't even want to see what I would look like. Everyone's like, come on, you'll look great. I'm like, I don't want to. Thanks. Yeah. No, this makes you look like, I know you say you're sick. Well, you're 64 63. next week. 64. It would never, I kid you not. And I'm yeah. not saying that to be polite. You, you can pass for 20 years younger easily. Yeah. I, I, I probably look like I'm about to turn 50, 48, something like that. I would, I think. And no, you know, yeah, you could definitely, I mean, so, Okay, first of all, so hold on. So you said the brown eye pe pencil, and yeah. you can use it so even a, in your hair. Well, brown, well, a brown eye pencil or or shadow. I mean, look, you're only telling people that they get three things. So they need brown, uh, either eye pencil or a shadow. Okay. Okay, that you could do the same things with. Either way, That's you great. need a black mascara, and then you know what? You need color. So I would, since there's only one more product, and you know, now you're going to ask me if. I'm going to give you something for under your eyes or I'm going to give you something to give you color. So it's going to be a tough one. I would say if I had to choose one, I would choose the color on the face because then you won't notice as much, you know, oh. how dark you are under the eyes. Those but, are good but you kind of need four things. So you, the thing under your eyes and also some, some blush or combom or yes. under your Yeah. Under your and you know, look, everyone's different. You have so much red in your skin. You probably don't need blush. I am very, you know, one color right. and I yeah. need blush. And, you know, my, I've lost, you know, a little bit of weight this year and my face is so thin. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's funny because when you're younger, right, you want to like, you want to, yeah. oh, people always want to be thinner, but as you get older, you look gaunt if you're too thin. Right. It's like, a yeah, whole I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm worried I'm on the verge and you know, the, the trick is my stomach doesn't look too thin. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my <look> face does. <laughs> so, uh, you know, well, I mean, well, that, that's actually another great segue because that you also started another company. So what you yeah. have Jones Road, you have now Evolution 18, which is right. more of a supplement company. It's a right? supplement. It's a wellness ingestible company, which means you eat the things you drink or eat them. The, the, the bloat, I, I've tried those, the yeah. de-bloating ones and some vanilla powder, the collagen powder was that? The yeah. The, we have a plain collagen powder and then we have something called relaxing vanilla, which has collagen in it which literally I turns off my brain because it has magnesium in it, takes away my sweet tooth. I don't know why, but it does. So when I come home from dinner, I make one of those 
because for 60 calories, I won't go dipping in, you know, whatever's sitting in my cabinet. Really? Yeah. Because I never order dessert in restaurants because it makes me feel awful. Yeah. Um, and no one has that. berries uh, except in the summertime. So, um, yeah. So that's my favorite. And then we have a CBD gummy I love. And we have an apple cider vinegar gummy I love. I have that. I like that one. So then what made you, okay. So now like you leave 2016, what made you start not one, but two different right. brands and well, also I, just Bobby too, right? right? You also have that. Yeah. Which so is a platform. yes, I just Bobby is our, you know, our editorial platform. And that's just allows me to just fuel my curiosity and hire writers and, you know, and, and just kind of bring stories, how to's together. I was also used to be an editor-in-chief at Yahoo Beauty. So oh, I yeah. kind of missed all that stuff. So I opened up Just Bobby and I couldn't start a makeup brand because I had a non-compete. So yeah. I, when I left Bobby Brown Cosmetics, I had my ninth book to promote, which is called Beauty from the Inside Out yeah. because I was getting like even more passionate about health and wellness than I was about makeup. And, um, I wrote this book, it's 90% what goes into your body. And there's, you know, it's 10% makeup mm -hmm. in the book and in real, in life too, by the way. Yeah. So I had that a new platform and I met someone who said, um, I, he manufactures these, the, you know, the biggest supplements in the country. Would you want to partner and create a brand together? And I said, yes. So is this is, is this the QVC thing when they I thought QVC also Well yeah, well QV well at the same time QVC called me and said I heard you left, you know, the brand, what do you want to sell? Like do you want to do shoes? Do you want to do, you know, what? And I was like I don't really want to get into the clothing business um, right. I, or anything else and I am really interested in supplements and they're like yes. They said go meet this guy and it was the same guy I was already talking to. So Really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we started this company and I didn't know I was going to launch a makeup company. It wasn't even in, on my brain at the time. I just started doing a lot more makeup, realizing how much I love being a makeup artist. That's my favorite thing in the world. And I was invited to go to India to speak at the first ever Indian makeup show, which I did and loved. And then I got a call for masterclass to create a makeup masterclass. So here I was back doing what I love and knowing my non-compete was going to be up. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should come out with one thing. Like maybe I'll just come out with a brown shadow. Like my, you know, my mind's yeah. always thinking. And I knew it had to be clean. And so I just started looking around at labs and I started doing this because I didn't have a team. And it was, wow. you know, really cool and interesting. And then I got a team and launched a brand the wow, day so my non-compete was up. And what day was that? When was October that? October 23rd, uh, 2000, uh, 2020. Oh my gosh. Like just yeah. literally like just like last year. La yes. Uh, last October. And let me remind you. It was a week before the presidential election in the middle of this pandemic and the middle of all this like un social unrest. And everyone kept saying, are you crazy? And I'm like, I don't care. There's never going to be a good time. I could do it today and I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it I was mean, great. 
And you know what else I was going to actually say, because now everybody's stuck on Zoom, they're staring at themselves yeah. all the time. Right. Hasn't, hasn't the beauty industry kind of skyrocketed? Like people are selling astronomical, you know, numbers now than they, more in, than they in, ever have. But in different ways, like people aren't going into department stores to have a makeup artist right. do a full thing. No, they're looking for things that are going to make them feel better quickly. They're, they're, they're on Instagram, they're on right. TikTok, they're on, you know, clubhouse, they're on whatever those new things are. Right. And you know, that's where a lot of they're on Facebook, you know, women of a certain age are on Facebook, you know, everyone's <laughs> on all different and, um, and you know, Instagram lives, like they don't cost anything. You just right. press a button. You're talking to 200, 500 people. I know you could probably, and, and you, and that's, you would sell 200 or 500 lipsticks or brown eyeshadows instantaneously because people just go to, you don't need to go to a store. You can no. do it online. And, now. you know, we see a direct bump when I yeah. do those things. Plus I've been able, you know, I launched with a story on the Today Show, which I shot just like this on Zoom. Right. I launched with the Wall Street Journal, a big article, which I, you know, did on the phone. They did send a photographer and a mask to take my picture. And, and then I went on Elvis Duran and then everything was quiet for a week because, you know, we got a new president. Right. And it allowed us to catch our breath. And then um, three weeks later, we ran out of our Tawny Miracle Ball. It was such a giant, like, you know, explosion yeah. of excitement. Wow. Is that what, was that, is, is that your biggest seller right now? Is our, that our balms are are, you know, definitely like, you know, our bombs, our mascara, our pencils, you know, the bombs are definitely the first, you know, the, the hottest. Oh, and so then the makeup came first and then you did the evolution 18. No, 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 Evo no. Evolution 18 was, was oh yeah. was, was two years ago. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. That was two years. All right. 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 Okay. So then and oh don't, don't forget about my hotel. <laughs> I, I listen, I was going to say, and then I saw that you have a hotel as well, which right. is kind of, so how did, how, so why? How? Okay. So I left the brand. I had a book. I went on book tour. I would start meeting, you know, you know, meeting and ideating the, the wellness products, right. you know, starting to put together a little team. And my husband is a developer and had a building. And when I left the brand, he said, do you want to make a hotel? You know, he usually turns these buildings into residential. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so, you know, my team and his team, not knowing, knowing what we were doing, just jumped into this project and launched it. And, you know, it's been a, a, a ride. Let me just tell you, it's been a ride and it's been amazing. It's been fun. I love it. I, I love everything about it. And, um, it's doing really well even during this past year. So it's called the George and um, the George Montclair, the George Inn Montclair. It used to be called the Georgian Inn. Yeah, so we I saw made that. It yeah. Hip and cool calling it the George. So I did that. And then, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not like, I don't get overwhelmed. No, that's a lie. I get overwhelmed all the time. I'm not afraid yeah. to be overwhelmed. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of stuff though. That's like is. 4 million. That's like, that's like five projects from like yeah. Bobby Brown. You have the makeup, the evolution, right. the hotel. Right. How do you divide your time? Well, I don't plan on dividing it. I just do what needs to be done. And I've always kind of had people around me that are kind of, there's probably a better name, but they're like dream catchers that think my ideas are interesting 
and think they'd be really cool and fun. And they helped me figure out how to get it done. So um, probably the, you know, the biggest one is um, she was my executive assistant at Bobby. Her name is Tara. And she came from being a producer in California. She produced Snoop Dogg. Okay. So I hired hired her to be my executive assistant. And then I needed her to to leave and run Yahoo, which she did. Mm -hmm. I needed her to work on my glasses, which she did. And, you know, she helped build a team. She's so much, she's in some ways so much like me, like not afraid of what you don't know, but excited about what could be. So, you know, gathering the team and telling the team and dealing with my like, what happened to that? How come that didn't happen? What happened to that? Okay. It's all cool. It's all fine. It's getting done. Don't worry. You know, I need those people in my life. Because of course, I'm not always so chill. You know, I'm like, what happened to that? Where did that go? You know, I mean, it sounds like, you know, and, and it's so true. I feel like having good people that you work with and you can count on that you can delegate to does make a major difference in someone's yeah. success though, right? It's so oh, hard to yeah. find that though. It is not easy to find. It is not easy to find. And, um, you know, when, when you do, it makes a difference. But even, you know, even my assistant now, Jesse, who's literally, I got through someone else that works for me, um, their dentist. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they seriously. And honestly, there's nothing that stresses her out. She handles everything around me. And, you know, she doesn't want to be an executive assistant forever. She's more chief of staff, but she eventually wants to run a company. And so by working with me and handling all those things, it's going to teach her, you know, all the different things that are happening. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it it sounds like you've been like, you have, you've been fortunate where you have good people or you find the good, you find good people. Yes. And I've had to get rid of a lot of people that weren't good. Yeah. Well, yes, yes it's, exactly. You know, it's not easy. It's um, emotional, but sometimes you just have to cut your losses and it's not just that they're not good at their job. It's not the right fit for them either. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Um, what would you say would be a couple of like things that you've learned over this past, you know, 20 years with, you know, in the corporate world, being an entrepreneur on your own, that you can kind of give people some advice, like one, yeah. one or two pieces of advice you would give, like someone trying to start their own business, if it's right. beauty or otherwise, you know, probably the, the, yeah. Yeah. The, the most important thing that I, that I've learned and I realized from, you know, the olden days to the new days <laughs> is you have to breathe you have to breathe, you have to like process things and you have to not be in such a rush because things take time. And you also have to be able to separate yourself from what you're doing and creating because sometimes you just need a break and you just need to look at it and maybe get a clear, you know, a clear thought. It's like things that used to happen used to like freak me out. Oh my God, we're not going to make the, the ship. What's going to happen? The artists and this and that. And now when someone calls me and says, things are stuck in so-and-so, we're not going to be able to launch tomorrow. One color didn't make it. I'm like, and they're all freaked out. I'm like, yeah, okay. It's okay. It's really not a big deal. Let's now let's shift and figure out now, what are we going to do instead? Yeah. And I like people that come to me with solutions. Like, don't just come to me with the problems. I want the right. solutions too. Right. That's a great point, I think, yeah. too, right? Because you don't want to just hear the problem. Yeah. And you know, I, I found, like, I, I think I mentioned this at the beginning also, like, you seem to be, like, you left, you sold 
Bobby Brown at a, at a very, you know, uh, it, it could, when it was very young, because you had a family, a young family, and family seemed to be very important with, to you. How are you able, and I'm asking this for myself too, how are you able to balance being so busy entrepreneur, being so busy running a business and like taking on all those hats and also being a good mom at the same time? Because I can tell you obviously are. So isn't that, doesn't that just, don't you ever feel overwhelmed or anxious from just like trying to do that? I mean, the kids are older now, I understand, but how did you find that balance? Well, first of all, there was no balance. <laughs> there never, there never was going to be a balance. And there was a lot of it that was a big, stressful mess. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm late. Oh my God, I have to go to the UK. Oh my God, the kids have chicken pots and, and high fevers. What am I going to do? And honestly, the only way that I was able to like get myself to function in some of those times was because I married this amazing man that was able to say, okay, breathe. Okay. Let's discuss it. The kids are going to be fine, but why don't you take a later flight? You, you know, and he'd come to me and say, why don't you take a later flight and you can literally get off the plane and go right to the TV show and, you know, make sure the kids are fine. And so I did things like that and I yeah. slept on the plane and I don't know how I got through the next day, you know, probably with a lot of tea in the UK, but you did it. And so you know, it's easy now to say, oh, you just make boundaries and you just, no, no, it was a mess. It was hard. And I don't yeah. regret any of it because I was at every single school performance except one. And guess what? My kids, I love them. They're brilliant. They have no singing or dancing ability, <laughs> but I was at every single one of them, you know, as a supportive mom. <laughs> I, I, that to me is even amazing because I, I, like to your point, I, it really bothers me when people who are very successful, like you, who are, who basically are like tight, who are titans in their genre and in their industry, and they come on or they say, "Oh no, it's about the boundaries or this or that." Like it's not easy. It is a hot mess. Right. And so when someone's, you know, when someone's being honest and real, it's very appreciative. Yeah. And so it was messy, basically, right. is what you're it saying. It was, and and you know, honestly, in the beginning of the career, when people would ask me this, I'd be like. Oh yeah, you and and I did things. I always tried to, you know, I bought kids birthday presents in bulk. I did all sorts of things to yeah. keep to make things easier. But I would say, "Oh no, you just do this and this and this." And then one day I heard someone say it was a mess, and that gave me permission. Wow, you're right. It was a big hot mess and it's okay. Yeah. And so, you know, I that that was just my permission to say, "You know what? I better tell the truth to these people because it's yeah, I, I did a lot of things that made things easier. Like I figured out how to make dinner for the family literally with leftovers in five minutes. I could, you know, do a, a cooking show, literally not from cooking, but how to buy healthy things and put them together and yeah. make a dinner. But um, you know, somehow here I am and the kids are all fine and I'm close to them and they're amazing humans and I'm really proud. Are any of them in the beauty world or fashion world or that type of space or no? They're like, no, they're three boys. No, no, no. They're not. They're neither of those things. They're definitely entrepreneurs and they all, you know, have done what's passionate about them. I actually have one of them working um, on Jones Road because he's this brilliant, brilliant, my second son. He's a brilliant marketing uh, you know, he just got like this very cool title and he would kill me that I don't remember it, but he does all of our, our ad sales. He does our, you know, our emails, our, 
um, website and it's really cool. And then my youngest son, who's a create is super creative is also, um, now redoing one of our websites on a photo studio. And, you know, so they're all doing what they love. And what's the other one doing? My oldest one, um, who is incredibly brilliant has built the, you know, but he doesn't do this for a living, but he's built a lot, most of the websites and he's, you know, he went to Stanford and he kind of taught himself coding and he's just super smart. He, you know, he works for a company out of the UK, but they're all, you know, board members. They're all, you know, right. part, part of this new, the new business. And they just add such different things, you know, to the mix. And it's pretty cool. No, it's amazing. Is your husband still involved with the businesses now, or did he kind of like take a leave after you sold it? And that was it between, you know, my, he, you know, my husband, when, you know, SD Lauder came in, didn't find a need for him to be, you know, in the day to day. And he is a, you know, he's got a huge business. He's a, a developer and a businessman and has, you know, sports, you know, uh, uh, facilities and all this cool stuff. He's also the one that allowed me to do all the things I'm doing because he's the, you know, he's an attorney, he's a yeah. businessman. I am a, I'm a makeup artist. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a creative person. I have the ideas, but I need, you know, I need the other, other side. So he is, you know, he is my co-founder of all, of all these businesses. Yeah. And, um, you know, and he's, he's the yin to my yang, you know, he's the, that's really not a great idea. I'm like, right. uh-huh, uh-huh. Watch me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's, you know, it's, uh -huh. it's important to have that person. It though, is. Right? No, like, it is. To have a, not just a sounding board, but someone who allows you to do what you need to do. Like it's, it is like the yin to the yang, right? Cause I yeah. think that again, like marrying well, when I say marrying well, I don't mean like the money part. I mean, right. marrying well, marrying somebody who's a great balance or a great like yin to that yang right. who can allow you to do things and help you and kind of like make it easier and flow better. Oh, it's honestly, when things are, you know, not as smooth at home between us, you know, we all have yeah. those moments. Everything in my life is a mess. And when things are good, everything is doable because you yeah. know what? I also realized that my home life is way more important than my work life. And a lot of, uh, you know, especially female entrepreneurs forget that. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And it's, it's hard. It's easy to forget that, right? When you're in the weeds. Right. When you're in the weeds. Can we just talk about your masterclass for a second? Sure. Because I think it's amazing. So you're the first beauty uh, or yeah, beauty person to be doing a masterclass. How hard was that to get ready for? What was that process like? It was intense. It was amazing. And it was intense. So it was a very quick turnaround. They wanted to get it done like, you know, under a month and thank God I had Tara and my product development, you know, girl, I think I had two people. I still have two people. Um, and literally we just sat down and wrote a, you know, quote unquote syllabus of what the program was going to be. And the, the, I've never seen more um, production people in one place. They, yeah. they shot it in my hometown at our uh, film and TV studio called 18 label. There was hundreds and hundreds of people. I, I just really couldn't believe it. There was probably a hundred, but there was so many people and they did such a phenomenal job. And the most amazing thing, and I had to be on, I mean, like from the second I walked into mm -hmm. the second I left, there was nothing else going on except me being filmed. 
And, you know, I'm sorry, you worry about all these things. You worry about angles and lighting and just, it's a lot to think about and how the make the makeup looks. Because when you're shooting a tutorial with makeup, you can't see what you're actually doing. So mm-hmm. I had a, you know, makeup artist that I brought in from the UK on the, you know, on one camera, I had someone else next to me. It was intense. But what also, every time I will think about masterclass, I will think about this that the night before I was about to shoot the masterclass, we welcomed 20 people of one family from the Bahamas that lost their house in a hurricane and had nothing, no clothes, no place to live. And they came to our house and literally spent, you know, two weeks living with us. And then we helped them find temporary housing while they were getting back on their feet. I mean, there was a baby, there was kids, there was a grandmother, there was, you know, Uncle Lester, there was the brothers, there wow. was the girlfriends. I mean, it was amazing. And so I don't even know how I got through that week because it was it was a lot of a lot of stuff going on. No, that's crazy. I, one of my very close friends did it too. Uh, Sex with Emily, she did it too, um, and it was like crazy intense. I remember, yeah. it was like, but the, but I will remember that looking back is probably one of the best things besides my family that I ever did. Really, I, honestly, I am, I am a, you know, because all of a sudden you've got these people that are from a different place. They grew yeah. up completely different, and and now you are in one. You are a family. And you, that's a and, lot you know, of people. It's a, it's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a lot of people, but it, and it was amazing. And our dinners and our lunches and birthday parties. And, you know, now they're back in the Bahamas and, you know, it's, it's tough because things still are not good in the Bahamas. I mean, no, I, right. hopefully they have electricity by now, but you know, how did but, you find them? Like how did that even happen? Yeah. Well, my, um, we have a home in the Bahamas. That's part of a, you know, part of a, like, it's a club, a club where you have a home. And when we, our house was destroyed as were many of the houses where we were, and this was, you know, the hurricane a couple of years ago, my husband and I were just trying to reach everyone because, you know, those are the people that make the vacation, you know, the the guys in the golf team, the guys, you know, who are the chefs Mm -hmm. and the cooks and the, you know, the fun, fun time, Bob and all these cool people. And we couldn't reach anyone because the phones weren't working. And finally, Stephen reached someone and they and Stephen said, how is everyone? Everyone's fine. You know, Mark and his brother, Izzy, their family lost their home. They don't have a thing. And they we think they just got to Florida, but they have nowhere to live. My husband said, well, they could live with us. So, okay, great. Mark and Izzy want their whole family. We're like, okay, what, what was it? Four people? Nope, there's 20. <laughs> oh. We're like, okay, bring them, bring them. And honestly, like it was incredible. They came here with nothing, zero. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, and you're doing the masterclass of all things on yeah. top of it. Did it, did, when you did the masterclass, did it elevate any, like, did it sell more product for you? Did it, like, I had it, no product to sell. Didn't you create the, oh, was it, was Evolution 18 not available? Not no, I, no I, I didn't talk about Evolution 18. So the no, wellness brand, it was, it was, a, it was a makeup. It was all about makeup. Right. But then you're now more visible, right? Because everybody's doing yeah. it. So now everyone's right. Googling you and they, right. you know, it Yeah. Like- you know what? Oh, look, everything that you do has some kind of lift, right? You know, right. every podcast you listen to, every panel you go on, every you know, right, Wendy right. Williams show. Like, yeah. It, you know, so yes. Did I you mean, do Wendy Williams? 
I did uh, for the launch of Jones Road. It was one of our biggest sales days. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. She's got a big audience. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge it audience. was really good. That's great. So can you just give us, and then we can wrap it up pretty soon. I know you got to run soon. Um, what are your daily habits? I mean, what do you do? What's the day in the life of Bobby Brown these days? Well, you know, it's funny. Every day is different, which is what I like, but I'm trying, I I actually have a life coach that I hadn't seen in a year and a half. And I just called him to, you know, come over because I wanted to talk about some of those things that I'm having trouble going back to my good habits and and it's time. So um, my normal thing is I wake up because I hear my husband and the two dogs get out of bed at like six o'clock sometimes 5.45. And then I drink two glasses, one to two glasses of water. I head downstairs, make myself an espresso. And I go sit and read my iPad, the newspaper, the Instagram, my emails. And I do that for about an hour and and, uh, sometimes an hour and a half. And that's not good. I want want to exercise. So I want to like, I want to get up and exercise. And so I'm all like, I'm trying to change some of those some of those habits, but I like to exercise first thing. I just am not the person that's going to come home at you know five o'clock at night and say, "Yeah, let me do a yoga class." Yeah, let me do this. Right. So I, I either walk a lot um, or I've just started doing weights. I stopped doing weights for a while, and it ain't pretty. Yeah, no, weights are so important. People don't yeah. realize that, especially as we get older, because it's how you build muscle mass. And- yes. And so you, so then basically what made you kind of stop your normal good habit routine and kind of transition into this other thing? Was it just, well, I think, you know, the pandemic, the, you know, everything was taken down a bunch of notches. I've got, uh, you know, we go back and forth between two different houses. You know, we've traveled a bit. We drove to Florida. We flew to see my son in California. So we've done a, a, you know, some of that stuff. And so getting on, you know, the same routine, I'm someone that it needs to just be easy and fit in mm-hmm. um, for it to really take hold, you know, right. to other people, they'd say, oh my God, your habits are perfect. <laughs> right, right, you know, right. you're doing all the right things. But to me, I know there's an hour there. I could read the paper and do it for a half hour and right. then spend that hour, you know, exercising or getting ready for the day. Right. Well, that Instagram, the time suck. I mean, if you start <coughs> with is. that, you can be on there for hours. It's a rabbit hole. It's, yeah. And that's why yeah. it's so, so it's like dangerous in the morning to do yeah. it. No, it's true. And, I, and also I'm not, I'm, I'm working hard at getting back to drinking more water. Yeah. I just put a buzzer on my phone, you know, so trying well, to, you know, what, have you, tr- have you heard of this one? BLK? Um, it's really I, good. What is it? it? It's water. It's black water because it's, um, it has, uh, uh, it has it has something called fulvic minerals in it, which is uh-huh. like a it's detoxifier, and it's um it's good for your nutrient to absorb nutrients. And stuff I am like that. I am one of those people that literally will buy any of that stuff that someone tells me works. It's really bad. No, you it's know, yeah. No, I no, it's delicious. Yeah, it's like fla- well, this one's flavored. You could buy them flavored, yeah. or you could be, buy them um like plain. Yeah. But I hear what you're saying. You're saying if someone says it, you're like, you're a sucker and you'll go buy it. I'm a it. sucker because I always think, wow, I would like to feel better. I would like to look better. I would like to be better. I'm like, oh, yeah. let me try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Well, because you said the water thing. And the reason why I even brought it up is because I also, hydration is for your skin, I know, number mm-hmm. one. And I hate water. So I have to yeah. figure out ways to trick myself to drink right. water. 
So I have all these like kooky things that I do. And then I drink, I, I force myself to have a couple of, well, this is flavored. So I drink it because it tastes good. Mm-hmm. But I know that water thing is, it could be tricky. Yeah. So you have I to put, have- I put Himalayan sea salt in it because it's, mm. it helps with the, you know, electrolytes. Yeah. Electrolytes. And, and then there's a taste to it. There's yeah. a taste. So you're able to get it in. And what I try to do, someone gave me this tip is, A, if you use a straw, it goes in easier. Yeah. But every two hours I have like, you know, a dinger that says drink water, drink the whole thing. Don't sip water, yes. drink it and be done with it. And, Absolutely you know, true. the sipping doesn't work. So what well, also works when you work out because you are naturally gravitate to water, which is right. why it's important to drink. If you do it first thing in the morning, you get a lot of hydration. That yeah. Way, yeah. And know? then it starts the day. So, and honestly, I have a treadmill. I have, you know, I have a Peloton. I have no excuse. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, listen, it's maybe it's good that your life coach is coming over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's helping. He's going to help. Um, what do you eat? What kind of food? Are you, like, give me what you eat, what you like, what time you start the day with work or you just constantly working, dabbling all yeah. day? No, I mean, I constantly dabble, but I get to the office at 10 and I okay. usually leave around four. Lately, I've been staying till six. I don't know why, but usually about four. My commute's three minutes, so it's pretty cool. Oh. But um but I usually, like I've tried intermittent fasting. Every time someone tells me how great it is, I'm like, all right, I have to try that again. But I just can't help it. I get hungry. My stomach growls. So I either do a protein shake and, you know, I do my chocolate whey protein under Evolution 18. It's delicious. I, um, I do one scoop of that and one scoop of the vanilla and it oh. kind of tastes like a Milky Way. It's really good. Oh, I should try um, that. Yeah. And then I throw frozen kale or frozen spinach, some Zen basil seeds for fiber. And I've just started putting some more fat <clears throat> in my, in my diet. Um, cause you know, brain health mm-hmm. and, uh, it should fill me to lunch. And then, so we feed everyone in the office lunch. One of the interns every other day goes to whole foods mm-hmm. and makes a spread. We've got, you know, four or five different breads, healthy breads. We've got different vegetables. We have, you know, turkey and tuna and chicken and people make their own sandwiches. And by the way, it costs less than takeout. Yeah. And everybody, you know, just makes their own what they're in the mood for. And it's healthy. Can I come by for lunch? Yeah. (laughs) And it is. And it's healthy. Yeah. So, you know, people are doing the healthier lunch thing. That's amazing. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop by for lunch next time uh, I'm around there to have uh, a healthy lunch with you guys. Yeah. And then dinner's uh, a vodka. <laughs> and then deli, yeah, exactly. That's good. I dinner's was say, a vodka. Yeah. Are you, so you're, that's, your, that's your drink yeah. of choice, yeah. vodka? It's my drink of choice, yeah. I, I try. I, I do tequila sometimes, but vodka is, you know, and I'm, and I'm trying to do more like four days and not five or seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's really hard. Like once we get off that wagon, it's very hard to get back and like yeah. kind of like rein it in. Um, I actually have one more question for you. I, I kind of forgot about earlier, but um, of all the brands, like you know, I, I feel like we were saying even earlier, all these emerging brands, all these beauty brands, it's like t- they're like tiny little like even like uh, indie brands, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see that there's still maybe a gap somewhere that people haven't covered yet? Or is there, a, and is there a brand or brands that you actually really like that you think are really good? Um, you know, I wouldn't have gotten into the beauty business again if I found exactly what I liked on the market. Right. So I have a lot of friends that I support that are founders that I have some brands that I mentor and I, you know, there's mm. products from each of those companies I love. 
I don't believe that people only use one brand. I think you, you know, yeah. kind of pick and choose for different things. So, you know, there's, there's, there's many, many brands out there that I really love. There's great hair brands, you know, and I've, you know, I'm, hair I'm brands, a, like one, give me one, like crown, like oh, crown yeah. is a great brand that makes these amazing conditioners and brushes. There's the way by Jen Atkins. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, my yes. God. It smells so good. There's That's Olaplex. Good Olaplex saves, is good. Saves my hair all the time. And um, I, I know there's more I'm missing, but, you know, so I, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a very simple beauty person, but I love trying new things. And, yeah. and August, Augustitis Bader, I don't no. know if you know that. That's, um, it's a skincare and it's a very expensive high-end cream that literally changed my skin. So I was going to say uh, more than beauty, because makeup is, you're the queen of it with yeah. your stuff, but in skincare, what would you say for skincare? Is this it? August spider? Yeah. August. Oh yeah. Augustine, August. I never say it right. And I, I recommend it all the time, but it's August Bader, Augustitis Bader. I, I always mess it up because my plumber's name is Augustitis. So it's Augustine Bader. Augustine. Well, I, I'm going to Google it and I'll find yeah. it. Yes. I mean, thank you it's, for that. Yeah. It's, it's expensive, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Okay. Yeah. I'm it's worth it. You won't be buying all those other, like, you know, this cream and that cream. And, and I I'll, make, yeah, I make moisturizers in Jones road, a clean, very simple for dry skin, but I wear this underneath it. How about serums? <clears throat> I'm not a serum guy. I'm not a giant serum guy. Most of them are sticky. Yeah. And I don't understand why you need it. I mean, so I, okay. It's yeah. good to know. So I shouldn't be bothering with this, with the serums. I, oh, some people swear by them. They don't, it doesn't do it for me. But you have good skin. So I think that that can also be genetics probably. Uh, it's, it's, it's genetics and it's, you know, it's, it's from laser. I mean, I don't get injectables, but I get laser from time to time. Which one do you get? Um, I get the ones that don't really, you don't need recovery. I don't get those intense mm. things. I did once have Althera and it was so painful. I heard Althera, that's really oh my hard. God, oh. it's so painful. I heard. And, and I, and it's really expensive. I got it for free. Um, I wrote about it on Just Bobby that I didn't know if I would do it again. It hurt so much. Yeah. You know, that's what people but, said. Yeah. But, um, but it, you know, I did notice a little bit of lifting, so so it worked, but it yeah. just hurt. Yeah. So which ones are the ones with no recovery? Is it? I think there's brilliant? one. It's called Pico. Yeah. It's, there's one called Pico. There's Clear and Brilliant. Pico. Um, those are good. I mean, you know, I'm writing this. I'm taking notes at, yeah. at my own podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, thank you. Um, yeah. Well, I think. I mean, listen. I took up ten of your time, and I think this was. You know, you, you you're great. I mean, I I learned yeah. a lot about beauty uh, anyway. <laughs> thank you. Oh, uh, my pleasure. Where can people find you, your products? Give us some little bit of like, you know, plug where they can find what. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, they could find me on justbobby.com. Literally, it's justbobby, D-O-T-C-O-M. Mm -hmm. I, I, when I launched the new brand, I took out brown. So it's justbobby.com. Um, I have a podcast that is called right. Beyond the, yeah, Beyond the Beauty. And um, this season was all about interviewing female founders of beauty yeah. brands. And uh, you can also find jonesroadbeauty.com, all about the makeup, and evolution18.com. And then, and of the course, George. there's the George Instagram. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have a lot. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, well, it's been a pleasure and I appreciate you uh, so much for taking the time. Oh, same here. Nice, nice to talk to you. Habits and hustle. Time to get it rolling. Stay up on the grind. Don't stop. Keep it going. Habits and hustle from nothing into something. All out. Hosted by Jennifer Cohen. Visionaries. Tune in. You can get to know them. Be inspired. This is your moment. Excuses. We ain't having that. The Habits and Hustle podcast powered by Habit Nest. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.